Welcome to the Business Chef Podcast, where we learn from the best about the business side of the food service industry. Do you make food? Then let us help you make money doing it. Want to connect with us? Check us out at Make Food Make Money on Instagram or Facebook, or email us info at businesschef.org. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Business Chef Podcast with me, Chef Sean Boucher. Thanks for joining us. You know, here's something that I think a lot of us think in this business. This is not an easy business. Regardless of the segment of the industry that you work in, this is just not an easy business. And it requires a lot of us. But for those people who I've talked to in the last couple of years that have said, man, I just got to get out of this business. I got to do something else. I always tell them, have you looked at business and industry? Have you looked at, at B&I, which is commonly called? And they say, well, what is that? I don't, I don't know what that is, or I don't know much about that. Well, that's why today is a fun one, because our good man, Bill Billenstein, is here to talk a little bit about the BNI segment, the business and industry segment of our industry. Because if you don't know much about it, it may be what you're looking for. You know, really in a nutshell, how I got into the business was really um, the town I grew up in, Connecticut, Watertown, Connecticut, was very small. Um, and we had, uh, I was on a hockey team, youth hockey team. and. Uh, one of the one of my teammates, his father owned a bakery in town. So long story short, started helping out in a bakery at like the age of 13, 14, right? Under the table back in the day, um, sweeping up, moving flower boxes, washing dishes, um, you know, whatever it might be. And really from there, that was the first time I'd ever been in a kitchen. You know, I mean, my grandparents cooked and, and my mom cooked a little bit at home, but you know, just seeing the, you know, they did horrible things to me, as you would imagine, but, you know, seeing that teamwork and that camaraderie and, and just, I don't know, something about it got under my skin, you know, and from there I, I worked various pizza parlors and, uh, you know, other friends, families, business places where you could work, um, during high school and just had always kind of worked my way through the business that way. Right. Like I'd learn a little bit from somebody I have a really good teacher, um, I'd learn a little bit more and kind of move up through the stations. You know, they would trust me a little bit more, um, you know, and for the better part of my, um, you know, high school career did that. And then through college and after college, I traveled around the country just kind of doing odd jobs. You know, it was a lot of bakery focus at first. Um, things was leavened doughs. I uh, did a lot of pastry work. And then really from there, um, you know, I'd say it's probably 12 or 15 years ago now, I decided I wanted to learn more. So I went back to school and I went to CIA as a non-traditional student, which really opened up a ton of doors for me, um, not only with some foundation and some basic things that I was missing, but as an amazing networking opportunity and to realize uh, just how small a business this is. Um, and that it's the connections that you make that can really help um, propel your career forward or at least open up other opportunities and doors. And that's really uh, how I got to be where I am today. Oh man, I could not agree with you more. 
I think it's so interesting because I was definitely a non-traditional student myself. I, I got into culinary arts very early. Um, I learned a lot just through the School of Hard Knocks, but then I ended up going back and getting a bachelor's degree many years later after I had been in management positions and, and you know, kind of fulfilled those roles. So I definitely see the value in, you know, getting, getting a foundation underneath you and, and learning that you want to be in this business and then really taking the time and effort to appreciate that, that level of education. So good, good on you there. Um, talk a little bit about the, the business or the segment of the industry that you're in, because a lot of times I think people hear BNI business and industry, you know, they're like, well, what does that mean? What does that entail? Or they think they know what it means but maybe they, they really don't. Yeah. No, I think that's a good point. And I, I didn't know much about it until I got into it either. Right. Um, from the restaurants, but you know, the BNI industry that we are in, you know, you can really look at it as contract food service. Um, and our clients are large corporations, right? A lot of large tech corporations, uh, pharmaceutical companies, um, television, you name it. But um, you know, and there's the conception and I'll say the misconception that it is cafeteria feeding, which is some of the business sector, but it, it's really not when you get in there, right? It's still preparing meals that are, uh, you know, prepared a la menu or as quick to service as possible. Um, and it's really about providing a, what we like to call a heart of the house place for casual collisions. Um, you know, we're trying to keep people from going to as many local restaurants as they can because we're providing that same similar experience within the facility, uh, the clients are paying for that and they want that. So it's a welcoming, it's a, it's a soft space. It's a place for collaboration and a place where we're really focused on, um, you know, meals that you would get and more of a quick service type setup or going in and, and having a quality meal that you could at a restaurant. You know, it's so interesting because a lot of the clients and the people that you're talking about that utilize these services, you know, these these are people that are recruiting and trying to retain very, very high level executives. A lot of times, you know, people that are, are used to making well into the six figure range. And part of that recruiting or that retention effort is the amenities, the food, you know, all the different things that they're being offered in addition to their salaries and their, their positions. So you really have to be on par with the type of places that these people would go and eat if they weren't eating there with you, so to speak, you know, the, the, uh, the full service restaurants and the, you know, uh, clubs and the, the resorts and the hotels that they're, they're patronizing. You kind of have to be on the same level, uh, I would imagine. Very correct. I mean, we'd like to think that we're on that level and that par, and that's really what we set out to achieve, right? Because we are, and we try not to compete, but you know, that clientele, that is the meals that they are having when they're not with us. That is the expectation when they are with us. Um, and like you said, it is a very strong tool. And these days, a lot of people are choosing where they're going to go to work based on some of the amenities and food being a very important one. Well, so let's let's talk a little bit about um, the company that you're with and your role uh, within that company because I th I think there's a lot of players in this space. Um, but you guys really kind of set yourself apart in a lot of ways. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah, sure. Uh, so the company I'm with, ISS Guggenheimer, um, I've been with them for about ten years, and uh, 
you know, what really originally attracted me to the company and still keeps me with the company is uh, there's a very heavy wellness focus. Um, so healthfulness in our meals, um, the experience that we're curating and we're putting together. You know, the company was founded in Stanford in 1967 by Dr. Stuart Ritchie and his wife. Um, he was a medical student at Stanford. He saw that there was a need for meals for his fellow medical students, and they started selling sandwiches that they would make um, on a gurney out in the courtyard. And it's really been that focus has been really driving factor of the company um, for all of these years, right? So, you know, it is as much scratch as we can, but it's really the focus on the, the benefits of food. It's not just a meal. Like we said, you know, it's not just a cafeteria where we're scoop and dump. Um, and then my role with the company, you know, I, I've worked over the years. I started as a sous chef with the company and, and, and worked my way up to various roles. And right now I'm the senior director of culinary and nutrition strategy, um, which to me is a, an amazing opportunity and a really neat job. So our uh, nutrition strategy team reports into me. I have a director of nutrition strategy. Um, so we design wellness programs. We run the current wellness programs, wellness promotions. Um, we integrate with a lot of uh, the gyms that are on sites. So providing healthy meals for pre, post, and during workout. I uh, manage our R&D and test kitchen facility in South San Francisco. I work very closely with our concept development team. So we're always working on new foods, innovative foods, uh, bringing in new ingredients and products. And then I manage a team of national executive chefs, um, which open our units, but they also support our units across the country. So um, it's been pretty lucky um, to be with the company. And I think in our space, you know, we really say that we're chef driven because we truly are right? We're not pushing menus from a central database. We've got central database of recipes and we've got things that we know work in different locations, but it really is our chefs tailoring to the clients that they're providing food for and playing to, um, you know, what, what the local favorites might be, what some of the regionality is. Um, and all that time keeping an eye on what runs a successful business as well. So assume that, that, myself or anyone listening doesn't know anything about the the business industry or the the bni segment why would they want to work in this space what are some of the benefits that are maybe unique to this space and what are you as someone who is is looking to hire talent to come work for you what are some of the things that you're looking for in those people that apply yeah no um that is a great question you know and i think some of the benefits are um you know, for me, the immediate attraction is the schedule. And so anyone who has done the normal restaurant schedule for a while, um, my wife was a huge influence on me um, working a more normal schedule. You know, some of us have, uh, we have companions, we have friends and family that just don't understand that you can't really call on a Saturday if you're going to the beach or a concert or whatever it may be, right? You've got a different sort of team. So the You've got the benefit of the schedule. It's very little nights and weekends. You know, we're working the same schedule that our clients are working, uh, which is typically a Monday through Friday. It's a breakfast and lunch service. Some of our sites do do dinner, but, um, you know, so your work life balance has a bit better, um, you have a bit better work life balance. Um, you know, you get to my level, you're, you're working at odd hours and doing some other things, but you know, really when we're talking about the chefs and we're talking about the cooking and in the kitchen, um, it is that Monday through Friday. Um, you know, a lot of our clients are great. 
through this COVID crisis, they've been really, really great where they've been paying a lot of our employees, um, even though the cafes are closed. They really treat us like part of their family. So I think that is another immediate benefit. Um, you know, it's always great to work for a great company that cares about you when you're that company that is providing a service for a client and that client is treating you like family as well, which most of our clients, if not all of them do, um, that's a really great benefit. And there's some other things too, you know, you'd be able to use the healthcare facility, the gym facilities and things like that from time to time. And as far as skills to prepare for this, you know, I think the most immediate, if somebody's looking to cross over or to get out of school, and I know that, that CIA now has some high volume production cooking classes and things like that, which I think are great. You know, it shows a big shift in the industry in the last couple of years. Um, you know, the thing that helped me immediately when I came over was uh, a knowledge of catering, right? And large event production. So um, being able to prepare a large amount of food or a decent amount of food, but not sacrifice the quality, right? Being able to understand what stages of things can be prepped, par cooked, and it's really that all in the new assembly, right? Um, and that's what we really pride ourselves on that just in time cooking. So, you know, there's a lot of work that goes up to service. And then from the guest perspective, there's, you know, a quick assembly, but it's still a fresh cooked dish. So I think that, you know, being able to understand catering practices and how large events and getting set up work is a really valuable skill coming over into this industry. Oh man, I'll tell you, just talking to you, I'm like, ah, maybe I need to go get one of those jobs. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's so great. Um, you know, it's just nice to be able to provide a service, but then still have, you know, do what you love, do what you're passionate about, but still have that quality of life. Um, think is very valuable. So if somebody hears this and they think, man, I want to know more about this. How do I, how do I get into this? What's, what's a good way to do that? What's a good way to find out more about you and the opportunities you have? Yeah. So our website, guckenheimer.com is a great way to, to research the company and get in contact uh, with us, learn a little bit more about it. And then for myself personally, um, you can reach me on Twitter at Bill Billenstein. Also, uh, Instagram, you can follow my feed and follow the company's feed. I'm at GEI underscore Chef Bill. And then uh, there's always link, LinkedIn is uh, another great way to get connected. Oh, thank you so much for your time today, Chef. And uh, man, stay safe out there. And, uh, you know, hopefully things work out for all of us through this, uh, through this current state of affairs hopeful that everybody can hang on because as you know through these times of change come absolutely amazing opportunities uh, and transformation so i'm really really excited to see where the industry is taking us and uh yeah thank you so much for allowing me to talk a little bit today about it oh pleasure is all mine guys if you're listening to this make sure you go check out uh, bill on social media you connect you get uh you get hooked up and maybe learn a thing or two from each other. Um, appreciate him and his time today and uh, look forward to seeing you all next week. Hey, thanks for sticking around. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends, family, co-workers, or anyone who's interested in making food and money. And when you get a second, give us a review. 
It really helps us get the word out as well as letting us know how we're doing. Want to connect with us? Check us out at Make Food Make Money on Instagram or Facebook. Or email us, info at businesschef.org.